It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Dollar. Welcome to a very special Q&A for the New Year's Eve special kind of Heroes for Hire episode. <laughs> Love it. It's a bit of it's a draft. It's a rough draft. You could have said a, the N Y E Q A H four H. That really yeah. rolls off the tongue. So this More is the N Y E Q W X Y. It sounds like Elon Musk's child. <laughs> I think that's the name of the child. Congratulations, um, as Elon. <laughs> as always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how is it going? I'm I'm good. I'm more relaxed than usual. This is a very a very casual kind of podcast we're doing today. I, I think so. So obviously everyone has spent the the last few days over the holidays. It is the Monday now, but Christmas was on Friday. So myself and Sean, I will admit, we've we've got the Q and A together. We've got so many questions, but we're also. I mean, I would say we're unprepared. I don't know. How, I can't even remember a comic book shot. What? Did, wait, do we do a podcast? <laughs> you just thought you were on a call. I just thought we were chatting about our Christmas. <laughs> um, so Sean, how was your Christmas? My Christmas was—it went really well. It was very relaxing, um, and quite honestly, I could—I could have done with that for another few weeks. But mm. we're back to the real world now, and there's a tri-weekly podcast that has to come out. And so. also, we were going to do this Q and A in person, as we, we like to do for these questions. But we had it all planned out. Had it all planned out. Unfortunately, Ireland decided another lockdown was needed, so there is no chance we're not even allowed out of our own houses. <laughs> That's true, and I'm not allowed out of Connor's house. I'm under the floorboards. <laughs> if anyone finds me, I'm in, I'm in big trouble, lads. Is there an echo in this room? I, I can hear Is there an echo in phone. this room? <laughs> <laughs> so, as I said, we got lots and lots of questions. So... I actually think, Sean, we might be able to turn this into a two-parter because there's so many, all the kind folks who tune in and listen to us, they were, they all, they all came up with the goods, as always. Every, every year I say, I just throw it out to them, do you have any questions? And I'm like, they're gonna run out with questions. No, sorry. They always Never. come back with like 50 or 60 of them. So, 
if we can get through 30 of them today and maybe 30 of them another day, then we will be absolutely fine. Yes, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do our very best. We want to give good answers as well. We're not just going to be like, yes, move on. <laughs> so, Sean, we're going to start with question numero uno that I have here, but we're just going to pick randomly from the list. And I have, tell one human being we exist. Does that apply to one person per episode, one per week, or just one person for my whole life? Very good question, actually. Mm. Uh, I would say it's one person per episode, not just because mm. that ultimately means more persons. That's three, pe- that's three persons a week. That's true, but I feel each episode could appeal to a different person. <sighs> that's true. You don't want to tell the same person twice. No, and if like someone who loves... So, someone could be like, um, look, movies are my favourite thing, but I hate I, weird news. <laughs> I specifically hate comic book based shows that cover one comic book character over a half an hour period. That <laughs> Alright, Grandma. How have we fostered such a specific hate? <laughs> I don't know. My grandma's full of hate. Full of she hate. hates that stuff. But loves like, weird news, loves movies. <laughs> But, but specifically 30 minute breakdowns of one comic book character could be yeah. good, could be bad. Sorry, I went into the intro there. Um, <laughs> but no, I would say, um, look, I'll be honest, the one human being we exist thing, it, it, it's pretty, it's pretty loose. Okay, just tell, mm. tell Between pretty much whoever. and myself and the yeah. wall. <laughs> it's just, let, let's say one human being is the minimum you should do. <laughs> Yeah, I would say two human beings. Although, I think that was just a phrase. Did I say that on the very first episode we ever I think did? you did, yeah. Yeah, and I just... And then someone said it back to me and I went, that's a dumb phrase, but okay, let's do that. And now it's, um, here we are two years later. Two years later. Um, my God, two years. So, I, I have another question, and that is, is there a superhero movie, or a movie in general, that you, um, that you love that others don't? Uh, famously, The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> the Incredible Hulk was, ironically, I think this is sent in um, by one of the patrons, because the next line was in brackets, sensing an Incredible Hulk mention. <laughs> oh, I'm predictable now. <laughs> called out. You fucking got called out. You couldn't, uh, you couldn't, uh, like, you know, peppered that in throughout, throughout the question, Connor. Just be like, no, no you can't I lead w- with Incredible Hulk on this one. No, I, I knew you would say The Incredible Hulk because that is a terrible movie, but you stick by your guns that somehow it's not the worst MCU movie other than Tour the Dark World. I, uh, I, I think it's, I think it's grand. I think it's a good Fam- movie. Famously, when me and Sean were on the radio... Yeah. Um, I thought it would be a fun thing that like we had a, a movie-based show, so we would go on live and we'd just have a chat. Now, live microphone, I can't take it away from him, and so I turned to him and I said, "Sean, wouldn't it be fun if we did like a top five MCU movies?" I can't remember what year this was. It was a few years ago, so it was before Endgame and everything. Mm. And I was like, "Wouldn't it be fun if we did a top five MCU movies?" And he went, "Great idea." And I came in with my list, and I was like, oh, Winter Soldier, I've got, like, the first Avengers here, I've got Guardians of the Galaxy, there's no way he's going to beat my five. He comes in, number five, The Incredible Hulk. I said, I've already won. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I, look, I think, you know, look, I, I, at least I didn't put it first, you know? Like, if I, had, if I had built up, like, Civil War, Winter Soldier, Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy, and then ended with Incredible Hulk... <laughs> I, I would have actually kicked you out of the show. <laughs> you, you tried numerous times, but again, under <laughs> your floorboards. 
what would your what's your one be what's your movie that you defend to people Ooh, defend I, I don't know if I defend a superhero movie to people um, a movie that I like a superhero movie is Batman and Robin but that's really dumb like it's terrible it's one of the worst <laughs> movies of all time but it's so dumb that I re- it's just nostalgia that's yeah that is true and like I think we said it in the the pelp that we did for that movie that it's like it's borderline offensively bad but that's yeah. what makes it so good but, but that I watched that movie when I was seven and that is when you were meant to have watched that movie that's it and if we're talking movies outside of superheroes and things like that Wild Wild West is fantastic Oh my god, what a hill to die on. I love Wild Wild West, I think it's a great film. I, okay, that's fair enough. Is, he also has, is there a movie other people love that you don't? Oh, oh, I'm going to oh, I'm gonna end a friendship right here. Uh, here Muppets Christmas Carol. Okay, right, well, that is the end of this week's episode. That is fine. Um, what do you mean you don't like Muppet's Christmas Carol, you Scrooge? I've never seen it. Oh, well then, how the fuck do you know? Uh, same way I know I don't like Lion King. <laughs> I'm, I'm viciously against Muppet's Christmas Carol. Uh, the movie other people love that I don't is Joker, I suppose. Um, that's a fair one that's a fair one yeah. and you and you said like you can appreciate it for what it is but you actively dislike that it exists i just don't like the idea i think joker is a much in- more interesting character when you tell me as little as possible about him do not tell me how we got there or as we always said we every villain needs an origin story no they don't it's way cooler when they do not. Um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news. <laughs> you like that little that little link? But there's no news shot. There's no news at all. <laughs> Nothing happened last week, lads. <laughs> um, someone just said, "I love pelp. Give me more pelp." P.S. I know this isn't a question. <laughs> uh, you'll get one a month. Uh, I can promise you that. <laughs> um, this is no pelt is the is the Patreon exclusive Lazarus Pitch show that we do over on our Patreon. So it's five dollars a month, and all you all you get an extra movie review. And there's been like as there, are we up to twelve movie reviews now? So if you go over there now and you go up, you get twelve extra episodes that are all about ninety minutes long, completely to yourself. Yeah, and the. the the name Lazarus Pit, the idea being like, oh, we're bringing things back from the dead. We're bringing old movies back, which is it's quite a clever name if we do say so ourselves. But <laughs> then we, then I decided <laughs> then to fuck ruined. it and just call it Pelp. <laughs> yeah, you said, let's take the good name, let's make it worse. What can we do? But which one would look better as a tattoo is all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I don't want... Nobody get Pelp as a tattoo, please. <laughs> I can't live with that on my conscience. <laughs> I can't put another human through that. <laughs> I'm covered from head to toe in it. Um, I have Fuck, Marry, Kill, Sean. And I think you're oh, going to like this one. Okay. So, there's, there's one for each of us. So, for myself, I have Bruce Wayne, Terry McGuinness, Little Dicky. I just know Little Dicky is Dick, Grayson, or Nightwing. Um, I think, interestingly... Um, this was sent in. I think if you replace Bruce Wayne with Tim Drake, I have a lot harder time. But oh, fuck okay. Mary kill. I kill Bruce Wayne immediately. That's all he wants. It, it, that is literally. I'm giving him what he wants. 
first of all. Secondly, he'd be a nightmare to try and keep alive. He'd have guns everywhere around the house. You'd have to get rid of him. And... <laughs> Um, <laughs> and he'd just be crying all the time I don't know what to deal with that Terry McGuinness I will fuck and little Dicky of course Ma- yeah. <laughs> marry you have, to, you have to be betrothed to little Dicky surely <laughs> Sean I have your choices here that I actually got to choose myself oh okay fair that's, that's lovely your choices are the orb oddball or ruby Thursday <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> Can you explain who the Orb, the Oddball and Ruby Thursday are to people who don't know? So the Orb is a man with a big eye for a head and he also has yeah. the powers of a god at the minute. Yeah. Uh, Ruby Thursday is a lady with uh, a red sleer on her head uh, made of organic circuitry. and That word still makes no sense, but okay. Look, and Oddball is a man who can juggle quite well. <laughs> And he's a mercenary. He's, yeah, he's, a, he's part of a travelling, juggling mercenary troupe. <laughs> they don't get much work. But you're like, who will we hire? Deadpool or the jugglers? I do. Th- I think they get more work as jugglers than mercenaries, weirdly <laughs> of enough. Of course, because that's what they're good at. Um, to, to answer the question, though, um, fuck the orb. Mm. Uh, because... He knows everything. No, knows everything and just you know eye contact that's always nice oh and uh, oh Jesus Christ also you can never marry the orb he knows everything about you he's a seer no he's secrets a can't have so se- no well, secrets shouldn't have secrets in a marriage anyway but yeah, look no but the point. You, you couldn't say like oh you look good in that because he'd know you're lying he'd yeah, know that's true that's very true and you have to be squirting saline all the time just to keep the eye moist <laughs> um, and then who do I have left kill uh, Oddball or Ruby Thursday? Well, kill Ruby Thursday because mm. I don't I don't trust the organic circuitry. As you said, it makes no sense. Makes no uh, sense. So what's to say that that doesn't just go haywire one day and stab me in the chest? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I think I'm married to Oddball because <laughs> you get a life on the road, you get to travel. Uh, <laughs> you get to see the world. You get to see the world. You're always entertained. Oh, oh, well, not by him, but by his friends. But imagine making breakfast in the mornings. It'd be class. <laughs> be a Wallace and Gromit situation. It really juggling bowls. So, yeah, I think, I think I'm happy with those choices. Okay, well, that's that's pretty good. Um, what was the biggest thing to change or affect us at the podcast the most in 2020? Oh, uh, probably. I mean, there's an obvious one. That's true. We're not uh, physically in the same room. 99% yes. of the year. Which um, is, I think, I think that makes me sad. But uh, that is okay. We have to get over it. Look, there's nothing we can do about that, is the thing. No. Um, it's not a case that we've fallen out and we can't be in the same room together. Yeah, but we <laughs> still need to do the show for some reason. We're just literally not allowed. And we seen it last week, like, I think, even say in the 100 episode, you get us back into the same room. I just like the fact that it's like we've never... I, it's it's weird, but you never spend like months apart. You just kind of sit down and everything goes fine again. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's super easy to fall back into the old patterns of things. Um, in terms of the podcast in general, we noticed, and this is a little peek behind the curtain kind of thing, but we noticed around March um, when everything kicked off, um, people like listened to podcasts less. Um, I guess because they weren't travelling to work or school or whatever like that. 
Um, so that was a weird thing to notice that like it was a very tangible effect that this global bastard had on the actual show itself. And obviously, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. But Not you're asking not. just just in terms of how it affected us, uh, we, we did notice that's a very good point. Like we noticed, say in December, January, February, the arrow was going up, and it's yeah. like, oh, great! Like this is really going well, and then. Suddenly, nobody's going to work or nobody's going to the gym. You're not allowed to go anywhere. So, nobody's tuning in. So, it was like we went back a year. Just like we lost a year of just like people like, oh, what's this podcast? Or it's about movies. And it was very strange. And it was kind of, I will say it was disheartening at the start because you're kind it of was. like, oh, that's. Because it, 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 it's. It well, happened in the space of like a week as well. Because there was a week where every country did the same thing pretty much. Mm. Um, and so it was very sudden, a very sudden drop, I'll say. But at the same time, it really made us have to rethink our, our how we looked at the podcast and stuff like that. And and I actually think this year has been really good for just us doing it. Like you're doing it just because, especially because we're not being allowed into the same room together. But you might have a shit week and then sit down and you just get to talk about movies with your pal. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's it's very much uh, it's become more for us. I think, rather than, you know, the, the quote-unquote show being this entity. It's just like, we're just mm. going to talk about movies and record it, or we're going to talk about ho- weird shit that you found on the internet. <laughs> and, ho- and hopefully it's slightly amusing. Not even, look, if it's amusing, if it's cringeworthy, both mm. are good. <laughs> um, someone also asked, do you have any exciting plans for the podcast for the new year? Ooh, um, I, I mean... Do we? <laughs> Do we have any that, we're, that are like concrete and we're willing to tell people about at the minute? Um, well, I mean, it, in terms of the Patreon, well, we're hoping, like, obviously, as everybody is, you're hoping that this time next year uh, you'll be you'll just be in a better place. Mm, And that could mean many things. Like, that could just mean, like, us in life is happy. But, like, as long as we're still doing the show and we're enjoying it, that's kind of all that matters. But if you're looking at a very specific level, it would be trying to get more content on the Patreon. But the the thing about we have a few goals up there that, like, oh, if we reach this goal, then we could start doing this content here. Because it's it's mostly about time at the minute. Because as we are releasing 12 episodes of Mud... You're trying to divide time between that, and then you're also doing the Patreon as well. And so, yeah, there's a lot it, to go into it because all twelve of those episodes have to be, you know, researched, recorded, uploaded, edited, and uploaded. And then the Patreon stuff is the same. Um, and and as Connor said, there, time is just the main bottleneck at the minute. Yeah, and I mean, hopefully we. I think my exciting plans is just in terms of the merch store. I don't know if you've heard, Shaw, but the Heroes for Hire have merch. Do we have a merch um, store now? You, you should have, have mentioned store. that, Connor, over um, the preceding and weeks. O- and if you are one of our listeners over in America, it's actually free shipping at the minute. Free standard shipping to wherever you are. Ooh, so God, that's pretty that's cool. That's a good deal now. Yeah, and so you can redeem that code for the next four days. Um, I don't know if it's international shipping. I think it might just be in America, but someone will have to check that out. But there is a code at the top that gives you free standard shipping. Anyway. Um, well, that's so good. We're, the, the goal would be, in the terms of the plans for that, is to try and get the, the merch store. I want to get, like... <clears throat> not even just in terms of like people like getting the stuff. I obviously my dream is to like us getting tweets of people wearing hoodies or or like oh wow look what this ha- this arrived and that that 
to me blows my mind. Yeah. But it's getting cool designs out. Like I can't wait to just we can just go fucking mad. Like it's our own stuff. So That's we the can thing. just uh, like all the designs, I want them to be something that people would wear in public because I've seen merch from, not, and I won't name names right now. I've seen merch from other call creators. Them call oh. them out. Okay. Joe Rogan. Marvel. Um, Marvel. DC. But they're just like hideous designs, and it's great to support the show. But in ter- I want something that people would wear, is the thing. And I'd wear these, so that's pretty good. Yeah, and okay, right, so I think our, ex- our plans for the podcast are the same. It's just to try and get try and get get to as many ears as possible just to and we just to hear our silly thoughts or our rambling conversations i want to end up on the late late show in ireland <laughs> <laughs> this year <laughs> this year i mean that is a very niche reference that a, a lot of our international viewers or listeners won't understand Sean. the late late show is the longest running talk show in ireland that only really grannies watch on a Friday night, but now everybody's stuck in on a Friday, so we all have to watch it. Exactly. Ima- co- imagine it, Connor. You and me making a show of ourselves on national television. <laughs> I'd be so nervous. I think we'd get so awkward. We um, we would absolutely say we would show up and then just never arrive. <laughs> nah, just just leave it. <laughs> um, I also have. <clears throat> I also have. Um, if COVID nineteen was a, st- a storyline in a comic book, which villain would have done it? Ooh, that's a very, very good idea. I'd like the idea that Mysterio did it, and it was like it was oh, all don't, an illusion. Don't say that. That kind of that kind of gives a, a lot of uh, credit to a certain group of people. Oh, sorry, because Mysterio's <laughs> real. Sorry, Connor, I forgot about that. <laughs> I mean, he might as well be. The Earth is flat as well, Sean. Well, this well, look if we if we uh, <laughs> yeah, you've often come down on the side of flat Earth. <laughs> yeah, I'm all in. <laughs> I've told that multiple times. Um, I do. I do think that like Doctor Doom, like I think Bioweapon is very in his in his uh, you know arsenal. I think that's something he would use. I would say either Scarecrow or Hugo Ooh. Strange. Ooh, very good. Very good. Mm, yeah, strange might be a one to do that just as an experiment. Yeah, no, like in terms of keeping people inside, who's that? Is, there's a is there a DC villain? I think he controls people through televisions or something like that. Are you thinking of Incredibles two? Might be thinking of Incredibles two again. <laughs> again, it's all the time. He's nonstop going on about it. Um, I have favorite thing about Ireland. Oh, uh, Jesus. Narrow what down. is Jesus? What is the, the favourite thing about Ireland? We're, we're trying to get tourists in at the minute. We're trying to get tourists in, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Look, the, most of the people are sound. There's, there's of course, little pockets of our salary, but mm. ge- on, on like a, a general basis, people are pretty good. Uh, I, yeah, I, I think that seems, yeah, that seems legit. I think if you go to Ireland, I would definitely say go west rather than east if you're going to go to Ireland my favourite thing about probably is like you can go west anywhere and you could drive an hour and you could see a whole different scenery than you did a, an hour before yeah and 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 it is like it, it's a magical looking place and uh, there's some spots that are absolutely <laughs> yeah, most, unreal 
They have us on visitireland.ie, the website. Yeah. <laughs> We're the guys who set that up. Us struggling to come up with adjectives here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good. It's pretty good. That's pretty it. Good. Um, oh. Yeah, I, um, like... It's just it's it, it's nice. It's it's fairly rela- look saying this as uh, straight white man. It's fairly relaxed. You can you know there's there's not a lot of stress in my day to day life. I think um, that's everywhere though for us. That's true. We are very fortunate in that respect. Uh, but the the food as well. An Irish chipper you cannot beat. I challenge anyone. Whoa, big shout. That's a yeah. big shout. I'm throwing out a gauntlet here. <laughs> what is your go-to movie at Christmas? Ooh, um, all of the other reindeer. Well, if you can go fuck yourself, Connor. Well, uh, all of the other reindeer is the worst movie ever. I'm putting that in my list. Oh, no. Oh, no. My heart. <laughs> no. I'm so offended. <laughs> uh, what's your least favourite Christmas movie? Least favourite Christmas movie. Jingle all the way. God, Jing- for actually, God's sake. Having watched it recently for Pelp, Jingle All the Way might be it. Um, it's one of the worst movies of all time. I will also say, in my go to, uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, are we talking 70s or are we're we talking, talking 2006? Oh, we're talking uh, 70s, like Gene Wilder. Mm, okay. That's, That's the enough. one. I, That's the only one you need. I think the Johnny Depp one is good. Oh, it's good. No, I'll, I'll, I'll say, I'll come down hard and say it's good. But mm. it's not the best one. But it does have that scene that I always bring up. And it's one of my favourite scenes in movies, ever, <laughs> in any movie. Is when he's leaving and his father's like, if you walk out that door, I won't be here when you come back. And he's like, oh, fuck you. And he walks out. And then you see him and then he walks back to his home. And the whole house is just missing. Like, the father picked up the bricks of the home of the yeah. semi-detached bungalow and fucked off. No, it's a terrace. He's in a terraced house, so it's just ripped yeah. in between and two other houses. And there's pipes and everything either side. It's ridiculous. And he just goes to a frozen wasteland. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to move on. Um, if you could pick one superhero who hasn't had a TV show or movie before to get their own movie, who would you choose? And if you can think of... What would you want it to cover? Interesting. See, the, TV or movie? That Because, look, with Marvel, a lot of the fucking heroes are getting something. Um, I think, like... Okay, look, the joke answer I want to give is the orb. That you have a The Orb Disney Plus series, and it's just him being up to weird eye-related adventures. Eye-related... Uh, <laughs> But what do you mean I related? Just he, there's some eyes involved in things. Just he goes eyes. to the goes to the opticians, but he's got one big eye. How do you navigate that yeah. as an orb? You know? Better or worse? One or two? One or two. <laughs> <laughs> um Can we forget that the inhumans happened and then I can say inhumans? I I'm sorry, but I, I don't have amnesia. You're gonna <sighs> have to pick someone else. Oh god. Okay mm. then. Um Fuck, I'm, I, all of my favourite heroes. Uh, fucking that, You Nova. know what? I hate you, by the way. Why? The fact that you just said, oh, all of my favourite heroes are getting a show or movie. Yeah. I don't know who to pick. Because you know what I would have said like last year? Moon Knight. 
Yeah, and he's going to get a really good one. Did you say Nova there? Nova, yeah, I think Nova would be a really cool series. I don't know what um, you do it as a series or a movie, though. Interesting that you bring that up, because another one of our questions was, in other comics, the character Nova has the potential to be one of those powerful characters in the Marvel Universe. Will he be brought in as the last surviving member of the Nova Corps, or is the potential ability to be unstoppable stopping him from being introduced into the MCU? Okay. Uh, I think, yeah, I think first first part of the question there, definitely bring him in as the last member of the Nova Corps, because they were killed by Thanos pre-snap, so they wouldn't have been brought back. And also then... Um, but is he too powerful? Because Nova, he appeared in... Was he in the Ultimate Spider-Man TV show? Uh, yes, the, he was. He was in the Ultimate. And, yeah, and he's he's a really good character, but he is... He's the guy with the helmet... The gold helmet, but he is unstoppable, really. Yeah, but like, uh, uh, this is the same argument that was levelled against Captain Marvel when she was introduced. Yeah, you but know? Nova's a guy, so he might have an easier time. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be better, uh, it'll be more easily received by the fan base. <laughs> He's ultimately so powerful, it's fine, it's grand. Wait, what? <laughs> but you said she had a problem. Well, look. Different rules. Ah, look, I, I, I don't make the rules. I just enforce them to the letter. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Nova could be a really cool character. He's probably the biggest character they haven't done yet. Yeah, no, like he's he's Peter Parker in space, really. When he's introduced, like he's he, that's a he's, very marketable character. It is, especially when you have like if you look at the lineup coming out on Disney Plus and in mo- movies as well, they're really setting up a young Avengers. So this would be your young Captain Marvel, if you wanted to do it oh, that way. Oh, fucking hell. No, that'd be great. Yeah, no, you're after making me excited about that. Um, <laughs> so, taking out the obvious Marvel and DC, also maybe Star Wars for Sean, what is your next favourite movie franchise and why? Oh, Okay. So if you take out DC and Marvel and Star Wars, what's your favourite movie franchise? But that is an interesting question because they are probably the ones that have a monopoly on the franchise tag. Um, yes. I would say, like, yeah, because I was about to say, like, what, what other franchises are there? Fast and Furious, maybe? That's a pretty good franchise. Um, <sighs> Lord of the Rings, I would definitely class oh, those yeah. films. I don't know, would you do that as a franchise or a series? I guess you have The Hobbit and stuff as well. No, I think it's a franchise. It definitely qualifies as a franchise. Yeah, I'd say Lord of the Rings then. Uh, that's, a very, that's a very good shout. Uh, what, the, what is a franchise? Is it three or more movies? But that's a trilogy. So is it four movies? I don't... Yeah, maybe? Or is it, is it um, movies put out in the same universe? Like Harry Potter, for example. That's a franchise. I, I might pick Harry Potter, even though I'm not a I'm not a big fan of JK at the minute, but I might pick Harry Potter. That, look, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. If if it was books, like the Maze Runner would be a franchise. I love Maze Runner. Yeah, <laughs> I that's, that's love why I picked that those, as an example. <laughs> and those movies are batshit insane. So yeah, um I would say I'm only saying Harry Potter because I recently watched it like last month, so that's probably the newest franchise. But Fast and Furious are fun movies, but they're dumb. Whereas I think Harry Potter is an actual like the movies at the start are very for kids, but as they go on, they, there's no bad one of the bunch, which is very hard to do over eight films. That's true. They're all like level pegging in terms of quality. 
Whereas mm. Fast and Furious, as you said, there's highs and lows. So another question is, I'm confused about the book of Boba Fett. Is that a comic run on its own? If so, any chance of a brief rundown on it? So, Sean, do you want to... Is this kind of spoilers, though, the book of Boba Fett? This has already been announced, though. It, it, it is. So spoilers uh, for Book of Boba Fett and for Mandalorian, basically. Um, so it, it, as far as I know, it's a new story. Now, whether they pull from all the Legends stuff... That's another another thing entirely, but it takes place after um, the after he was eaten. After he was eaten in the Sarlacc. No, it takes place after he meets up with the Mandalorian in the TV show The Mandalorian. Um, so like it's it's all like if you pick Mandalorian as like the start point for Boba Fett's story, it's from there on. Now they'll probably also, address like how, how he got out with the Sarlacc pit, but I, I was about to say I like how no, I hope they don't. I hope they put up Palpatine. He's just here now. We don't Somehow know why he, he survived. just is. Somehow he survived this obvious death. <laughs> what can you do? So yeah, that like it, as far as I'm aware, brand new story that they're writing. There were Boba Fett By comics way, in the past, but they're I just just as we bring up Palpatine, uh, somebody I read a, an amazing tweet there like a few days ago, and someone said. Has anyone noticed that every trilogy in Star Wars ends with Palpatine electrifying himself? (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. Every single one. The last movie ends with him electrifying himself. At some point he must think, may stop, it might turn back on me. That is shocking, if I may say. (laughs) 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 Also, has The Mandalorian been renewed for a third season? Uh, It has. It has indeed, okay. as far as I know. There you go. Unless um, you've heard it here first, in which case, double-check that, please. <laughs> definitely double-check anything we tell you. Um, I, next question is, who really is the absolute worst superhero? Uh, Nightwing. <laughs> okay, right. Okay, right. He's, he's just trying shit to get Batman. a rise out of me, listeners. <laughs> he's trying to get a rise I won't, le- I won't go for it. I'll say, that is your opinion, good sir. Okay. You're allowed to have that. What would your Mine answer be? Mine is the orb. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, what is the... Okay, let's put our heads together. What is the literal worst superhero of all time? Because we've the, done a lot of Hero Zero, so we've covered some shit. We have covered some absolute shit characters. The th- the th- like, what, what makes a character shit, I would argue, is that they have no effect on the plot. Um, where... Whereas, you know, even someone like the Orb has some effect on the things that happen in the universe. I would argue a, a shit hero is someone that you could just remove and nothing would change. Are we saying hindsight, hindsight lad? Or matter eater lad? Or arm fall off boy? They are all people. <laughs> That's true. See, arm fall off boy, we're fairly sure is going to show up in Suicide Squad. He, his arm falls off and he uses it as a baseball bat to beat people up. Yeah. Now, I, I wager, you know, depending on who he beats up, th- that could change the story a whole lot. Matter eater lad. Uh, look, if he eats a steel beam of some kind, causes a big building to fall down, that affects the plot. Hindsight, no, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't. He looks at events that happens and say, here's what we should have done. Here's what we should have done. 
I like the idea of like um, they all, they all come back after Endgame, and he's just like Natasha would have survived if you had done this. Sorry, should've, lads. Should have gone for the head. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I tried to tell you when, like five minutes ago. I tried to tell you. I mean, obviously it was after the event, but still, yeah, I didn't try to help. Yeah, I wager he's more of a dickhead than a superhero. So that's my answer. Yeah, I, okay, I would say, is it hindsight lad or hindsight boy? It's hindsight lad, and then he changed it to hindsight, but he's still a prick. Yeah, he's still a prick either way. So, I would say he's the worst in both personality-wise and just in general. Yeah, okay, we, you've heard, now, this is something you don't have to fact-check. He's the worst hero. Ever. And if you disagree with us, have some hindsight or something. Oh, very, <laughs> oh, no, Connor, um, what have you done? <laughs> We're so smart. I think that's the one worst bit about him. He's always like, hey, 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 if you had only done this. And he's like, fuck you. Go we fuck lost yourself. some good soldiers today. That's it. That's it. Um, um, next next question. Why is Damien Wayne so annoying? Ah, now. That's very harsh on old Damien. It's not like he's been through anything. Damien Wayne is Bruce Wayne's actual son. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, it's, uh, his, the, he's the son of him and Talia al Ghul. He was raised by the League of Assassins and Ra's al Ghul, who, not a nice man, as we've discovered. But Damien has this thing where he's the cockiest person in the room at all times, because he was raised by the League of Assassins from being bored. He's also the grandfather of, or the grandson of Ra's al Ghul and the son of Batman. So he kind of has a bit of a, a, aren't I fucking great about him? Yeah, he's got a bit of uh, unearned swagger just on his lineage alone. Um, and a lot of people hate Damien Wayne, but I'm going to shock you and say I actually quite enjoy Damien shithousery. Shithousery is the word because he's just he's a bit he's a bit of a smarmy little little shit, and you have to respect it in a lot of ways. And he does back it up a lot of the time as well. Because um, yeah, he's actually he is a very very good detective. Like, he's probably not as good as Tim Drake or Batman, but he's a very he's probably the next best detective out of all the Robins. Because, of course, he was la- raised by the League of Assassins, so and then he was trained by Batman. So he has both trainings combined. Yeah, and so, he, like, he's... It's just a character trait, is that he, he's arrogant. And it's true stories that you, like, you crack through that and you see who he really is inside and all the and rest I of it. I think that's... That's a very interesting um, story, just in terms of, like, when Damien's there, he's always like, oh, I'm fucking great, aren't I amazing? And that is, I quite enjoy, like, when he interacts with other characters. Like, by himself, I can see why he's annoying. But I think he becomes, like, ultimately so much more interesting when he's dealing with, say, Little Dicky. If, st- if Say, you put Little Dicky and him in the same room together, Little Dicky just takes the piss out of him. And yeah, I think exactly. That, like humanizes him because like he's like talking like one does not do that one is batman's son i i am royal i am amazing and dick grace is just looking at him like you're a fucking little dickhead just would you just cop on to yourself like <laughs> we just stop we're all just doing the same thing and then i think through that you all he becomes interesting with his dealing with other characters who can't figure out why he's being such a dick yeah, and that's it. And like he, it, there's comics where he's paired up against like Superboy and things like that. And Superboy has this really like he he was raised by Superman, so he's quite respectful and humble and all the rest of it. Um, 
But then you have Damien, who's the polar fucking opposite of that. Yeah, and and I think um, Damien Wayne is also he's at his most interesting. Uh, say when he joins the Teen Titans, we I just like to see him fall. Like that is why he's there. He's there to be like, oh, aren't I amazing? And then you see, oh, he's a, he's not the best. Yeah, and like so a situation arises, and then he's like, oh shit, I'm not the best. And there's like there's like that slight crack in the armor because he's like surrounded himself with like I'm the best. That when it slightly cracks, he's so much more interesting as a character. Now, I will say he is a complete shithouse and a complete dickhead. <laughs> but I kind of like it. That's and Look, you're allowed to have that opinion, Connor. Mm. Um, do you have a favourite podcast other than your own? Uh, what if we just said no? Uh, <laughs> I actually find that I don't listen to podcasts as much. Because I listen to a lot of comic book based podcasts. And... Ever since we started doing the show, I've completely just stopped listening to them because I don't want to steal. I don't want to like say an opinion and then be like, "Oh wait, no, that's somebody else's opinion." Oh, yeah, yeah, someone else said. thought of that before me. Yeah. Um. Look. Yeah, I quite like. Um. There's uh, a podcast. I think I mentioned it before. It's called Off Menu, and it's two comedians, James Acaster and Ed Gamble, and they just interview other comedians and actors and everything like that and find out what their dream meal is and it's just really okay. interesting because it's like you would think it would be you know expensive lovely amazing food but oftentimes it's like oh there's this tiny little place in my hometown that we used to go on my birthday to get ribs and that's my favorite meal you know um yeah so it's a really interesting way of interviewing people i think is true food basically I mean, at the minute, mine are all very, very basic. Like, I have one for uh, football. I listen to, like, one for them, and they talk about the Premier League and stuff. Um, I used to... One of my favourite ones that I tuned into was uh, Do Go On. Yeah. I still tune into that every so often. That's an Australian podcast. I got into that through the Weekly Planet, which are probably the most famous podcasts we could mention here. Um, They're kind of some of the inspiration for the show itself. And so they have the whole the weekly planet, and the, they have a massive like Australian branch of podcasts and all that stuff. But a lot of their podcasts I would have listened to a lot, and I've I find myself not listening now, not because they're bad, but just because, as I said, I don't I like respect them, and I'm like, oh, they always say really smart stuff, and then I'm like, well, I don't want to say what they say, and they'd be like, that was my opinion. Uh, then it kind of looks weird. Exactly. Yeah, you don't want to accidentally copy. Uh, and look, it probably wouldn't matter, but it's easier if we form our own opinions, talk about them then. And yeah, so I would say do go on. I would recommend do go on and an episode called DB Cooper. I really like that episode. Yeah, that's great. That's that, you. That's the one you introduced the show to me with. I think we were live on the radio doing like there was songs playing in the background, and I was like, "Have you heard of Do Go On in the studio?" <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to it in three minute chunks. <laughs> Um, so our next question is if you could go on a completely paid holiday to any country where would you go imagine a non-covid time obviously oh my god imagine just imagining that is enough imagine imagine i find watching shows now i'm like those people are too close i'd back the fuck up yeah that's a that's a weird thing that my brain does now um okay so holiday to anywhere um Japan would be really cool to go to. I think it would like I'd, I'd love to go somewhere that would be an absolute culture shock to me. Oh 
Japan's a good one. I was going to say Reykjavik in Iceland. Reykjavik would be amazing. It's it's meant to be beautiful over there. Yeah, and and I I I have heard like they get a lot of tourists and. But I, I've always wanted to just go see it. You could just go see it for a week and then just, you'd be like, okay, that's fine. Because I think it'll be somewhere amazing. Yeah, going somewhere where you could see the Northern Lights as well. I think that would be fantastic. Oh, it's Aurora Borealis at in your kitchen <laughs> at this time of year. <laughs> I would, how many times do people go and say that exact quote? They're probably there, then, sick of it by now. And, and oh, the people there are like, fuck you. <laughs> I hate the Simpsons. It's a it's a it's a natural phenomenon. It's not funny. <laughs> um, I'm amazed you managed to continue a movie podcast in a year with no movies. Did you ever have any doubts that you'd manage to continue? Did you have to change your process a lot? Okay. As for the doubts, every week, every I'm full single of week, <laughs> all the time. All I do is doubt. All I do is doubt everything all the time. Uh, no, we never really. Um, consciously decided like like we never had to, had to sit down and be like right we'll do we'll do it over the phone it was just like we we couldn't travel so we were like right i'll call you on whatsapp at seven o'clock and we'll do this yeah i mean i don't under yeah i think it has been weird and i've have had doubts of like especially with weird news and stuff like i i've had doubts like oh is it as good or are are we are we as funny? And I don't think you can be. But not not in a bad way, but I just think, naturally, if you can see someone's face, I'll know when you're about to talk, and I'll know when I'm about to talk, or whatever. But yeah. over the phone, you're kind of going in blind. You just have to trust the other person. I do think, though, in terms of a positive, I think we have a lot more trust in terms of, like, I'll just stop talking, and I know you're going to come in. Whereas, like... As over the phone, that's a lot harder to garner that trust because I can't even see what your body language is like. Are you sitting back? Are you drinking water? I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Also, sorry the the, the like effort I had to put in to not remain silent there and just, <laughs> just, just discount everything you've just told me, <laughs> thereby ruining the trust forever. <laughs> um, yeah, I think. There, there has been a lot of challenges, but I also think it's been quite fun to just kind of change it up. Like there are no movies, so you can do you can do movie news. You can get more in depth into theories into like what you think is going to happen. And so over the probably next year or two, we're going to get like a shit ton of movies, and so yeah. you're going to have so much content coming out at once. That's it, and like especially over the next few months. Um like January, January used to always be quite a quiet month in terms of movie news and things like that. But now we have series is coming out every month, and all the movies that would have only been a theatrical release are now going to streaming. So I think this year, even the busy periods for movie releases will be different than previous years. Uh, like you used to always be able to count on summer being like okay we'll do a review this week and then we'll do we'll cover uh, as you know the feedback that people had we'll cover that the next week whereas now this year i think it's going to be a lot more spaced out in terms of when movies are actually released Mm. yeah um i interestingly actually there was a question that said is it disney plus all the way from now on do you think or do you think HBO Max or other streaming services can compete, or will cinemas make a comeback in the next few years? Uh, wow, that is a, that's that's like a that's, that's like an industry question, man. That's uh, an actual question, Sean. I said I'd throw it at you just when you least expected it. 
I think okay in terms of streaming services I think we're a we've reached kind of a saturation point where anyone trying to crack the market at the minute it's like the, the, that hill you have to climb is just getting steeper and steeper and steeper it's, it's turned into like YouTube like if you start YouTube you have you're gonna have to if you if you want to be famous there's a whole lot of shit you gotta get over on that hill yeah and and you have to out bid other streaming services now for content because it can't just like you need either a massive back catalogue like Disney or you need unreal original series um, again probably like Disney <laughs> um, but like Netflix mm. it's their original stuff is one of the main selling points of that um, well the DC universe is already gone they've had to move into HBO Max that's it and like Quibi was a whole streaming service around you know original content that you could watch in portrait mode on your phone uh, that died a death so <laughs> I, it's, I think it might just I don't know in regards to cinema like will cinema make a comeback if all of these movies are on streaming services but they've been talking for so many years like oh videos is going to kill cinema DVDs all this stuff like the internet's going to kill cinemas People, I still think, like to go to the cinema. That's and it. Pay a lot of money for overpriced food and an overpriced ticket, and you go with your friends and you chill and you sit down. Yeah, like the the Tom, Tom Hanks came out. He did an interview. I think it was today, even. Um, but he said, like, the likes of the MCU is what's going to save cinemas, not cinema, cinemas, because mm. it's the event films that people are going to go to. They're going to, like, the opening night. Um, because I don't know if you've ever tried to stay up all day to watch a movie at midnight. It's not fun unless you're going somewhere. Yeah, like, it's not fun unless the excitement is, like, I'll be the first person to see this. That's it, and oh you're around God. 50 other people who also are just as excited as you. And you got to get in line, and it's packed out the gate, and you're just like, oh my god, there's so many people here, we're going to pack in, and when something happens on the screen, everyone reacts, yeah, like in look, some whatever way. Look up on YouTube how many views Chris Evans lifting Thor's hammer has, and then look at that views and tell me people don't want to experience that again in the cinema. And I, and I think, yeah, like th- that moment alone, my advice to that would be, they're saying, oh, streaming services are going to kill cinema, but if you look at cinema... They've made more money in the last five years than they did in the previous ten. So, like, it was only getting bigger in terms of, like, big standalone movies. Like, every movie, I felt like, last year, every big movie made over a billion dollars. And I don't feel like that would have happened ten years ago. Not so, at all. clearly there's an audience there that people are willing to pay that amount of, that many people are willing to pay to go to the cinema. So it's not a case of it's going backwards before the lockdown. It was, it was on the way up. And I think if they open it back up, even though they are on streaming services, people will go back out because they just like, as you said, to be the first to see something. Like, one of my favourite cinematic experiences was actually The Force Awakens. I went to the opening night, and I always remember being like, that was the first time I'd ever gone to an opening night. I I always went, like, the week after. And I just was like... I wasn't even that bad at the Star Wars, but halfway through I was like, fuck it, let's go, Han Solo. <laughs> yes, because there's like this energy. There's energy in the room that everybody's like all on the same wavelength to draw like, I'm so into this. And you kind of just forget your, you forget your cynicism for a little bit. That's it. I think, and I think what's going to like really seal it is that when, 
when someone invents or when someone adapts a cinema to be to make people feel safe in it uh like you know the way at the self checkouts and things like that you have those plexiglass screen screens behind, beside you now yeah L- like you need the equivalent of that in a cinema you can't just expect people to have to feel the same about going into an environment uh after the year we've had like you need to adapt it in certain ways to make people feel safe going to it because that's my main reason at the minute like ireland lifted restrictions there for a few weeks i still didn't go to the cinema there was stuff i wanted to see but i didn't feel came out wonder woman came out there's a new irish film called wolf walkers that came out i really wanted to see those but i did not feel safe going and so i didn't and that makes sense um I someone asked I want to ask just the journey of starting a podcast and the lessons you guys have learned doing this and some advice um, so what well, they wanted to ask really about the journey of starting a podcast and what have we learned from oh. doing this for two years okay so what you need to do is you need to get a radio show preferably <laughs> <laughs> no okay if I say from my point of view you need to somehow some way wriggle yourself into live radio <laughs> finish college Somehow just blag your way in, right? Yeah, classic. Get, get into the radio. They'll be like, he knows what he's doing. I'm like, I definitely don't. And then I'll say, I have a friend. Friends for the lads. A bit of nepotism. We're not related, <laughs> but you know you're what you mean. Yeah. Right? And so he, they're like, well, you don't really need a show host. I was like, I think I need a show host. Meet that show host in the bathroom of McDonald's. Randomly on Paddy's there. Yeah. Say, <laughs> What are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> I say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Well, you're coming with me <laughs> live to the studio. And I said, Grant, and then... And so, do that for a while, and then realise that uh, the two of you are actually probably more excited to start your own venture rather than being under the umbrella of, of that, whatever it was. And so, go out. I think the biggest lesson I would say is social media, because... I, so when we started this, I felt like we were very naive that you just started, and then you're just kind of like, okay, well then that'll be fine, and people will tune in. Yeah. But if people don't know you exist, people can never get the chance to tune in. And there might be a lot of people that don't like your podcast, but there's probably a lot of people that will like your voices or your or your thoughts on things. And the idea is to get that, get your podcast into as many in front of as many people as possible, so they can make that judgment. That's the thing, and like the 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 best advice like just make noise about it like keep putting it out your audience will find you eventually and Um, consistency consistency is a big thing if you like don't like get a schedule and stick to that schedule it also helps and this is another thing if you can do it with someone that you are genuinely good friends with that makes mm. things so much easier because if connor if me and you were just casual acquaintances i do not think we'd have gotten as far (laughs) I, I don't think so. And I, I think it's because, yeah, we were... And we also, like, we knew each other and we knew that both of us just wanted it to work, where it's not like one person's going one way and the other person's going the other. I think the main problem a lot of podcasts fall down, and, and we're talking like we've actually done anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I just mean in terms of the main problem, in my opinion, I won't even say it for the podcast, um, but in my opinion is that people start a podcast and they go, I'm just going to talk about some. And every week they're just going to make it up. Yeah. And I think the the goal is to sound like you're 
uh, having a conversation or whatever but to always be prepared for what you're going to talk about next or have an idea of what genre you're in like we are in the movies uh, movie uh, news we're in comic book stuff and weird news and that is like our niche and the weird news actually probably doesn't even fit into the first two no, in, really, the, in like, the niche if, right if you were to look at it like purely based on like niche and categories weird news is the outlier but it's something that we enjoy yeah, and we just did it because we thought it was fun. So it was kind of like an extra episode for us. Like, we like comic books and we like weird news. Let's fucking do two shows. It's fine. And so, and the great thing about that is that next week we're like, oh, there wasn't a lot of movie news. But I'm like, oh, next week there's going to be some. It's all about just having um, an idea of what you want to do every single week. Consistency. And it's not just going into, well, this week I'm going to talk about my dog Rex. Next week I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about. Sure, look, I'll make it up on the day. It'll be that, fine. Yeah, like we, there will always be something that we can fall back on. And we've set it up in a way now that if there is a week of no movie news, as there often has been, is that we will do something related to that same subject. Like um, t- towards, the start, towards the start of the first lockdown, we did movie quizzes uh, because mm, there was no I remember, no news. I'm, I'm still the champion. So S- Still a champion. Fiendishly difficult <laughs> questions he, he puts out there. Uh, I like how we decided let's do questions for each other and I chose the hardest possible questions I could think of and you were like, what's Batman's real name? (laughs) And and I I won. (laughs) And I won and I was like, champion, (laughs) thank you. And I did it all by myself. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think my main piece of advice if you're going to start a podcast, what I've learned is you just need to do it with someone that you like and then you can just record your conversation, have a chat with your friend about comic book stuff, and before you have the conversation, just click the record button. That's all you have to do. That's it. And and if look, if the first one is terrible, you don't have to put it out. You learn from it, and then record another one. Yeah. Um, okay, we're going to move on to the, to the next piece of questioning, Sean. Oh, I thought and he was going to say news. No. Uh, between you and Sean, assemble a team of five Marvel characters, each, good or evil, and discuss why you feel your team would win. Interesting. Okay. Mm. Do you, Who wants to go first here, Connor? I, oh, I think I have a good team. I think I have a good team now. Okay, hit me with your team and I'll match it. I'll match mine against okay. yours. Okay, we'll go one for one, okay? Right, okay. I'm going to pick Franklin Richards as my numero uno. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, hang on. Hang on. First orb, you stay on the bench for a second. <laughs> Turn around like, Black Widow, sit this one out for just two seconds. Um, we have a fucking god. Okay, okay. Okay, so you, you got Frankie Richards. Franklin I... Richards, who is um, Sue Storm and Reed Richards' son. Okay, and and okay, and here's something I'm going to ask you, Connor. Are you talking current Franklin Richards? Oh no, oh no, uh, no. Fuck the He's one before they, before they nerfed him. <laughs> okay, okay. Then I'm going to take uh, Scarlet Witch. I mean, I'm going to take Galactus. <laughs> I'm going to take Annihilus. I'm going to take Thor. I. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Gore the God Butcher. I'm gonna take Captain Marvel. I'm gonna take Nova. I'm gonna take Death as my last pick. 
Oh my god. He won't be, he'll be quite busy with your team. I'm gonna take <laughs> This is your last pick. Come on, make it good. Squirrel girl. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Win the pick squirrel girl! She always wins. <laughs> no shit. Oh, I think Squirrel Girl's going to win it for you. But I, I was kicking the shit out of you before then. I thought we would have been fairly even up until then, do you know? Franklin Richards, Galactus, Thor and Captain Marvel. Yeah. Versus yeah. versus Scarlet Witch, Annihilus. Uh, who else did I say? Gore the God Butcher and Nova. Galactus was... Galactus can eat planets, though. And Thor can crush a planet with his strength. Yeah, but Gore can kill Thor and probably Galactus mm. as well. Scarlet Witch... Probably, oh, just probably. <laughs> Annihilus commands an annihilation wave that will wipe out all life in front of him. Fra- Franklin Richards will get rid of the whole dimension. Scarlet Witch will get rid of Franklin Richards. Oh, he'll get rid of her first. Oh, you. <laughs> Squirrel Girl is just like, I win just by not doing anything. Just, yeah, just lets everyone else die around her and then, you know... Kicks the head off of Captain Marvel at the end. Someone has said, would you like to see an all-female-led superhero movie, or do you feel that would be pushed upon the audience due to the current PG-gone-mad world? In quotation marks. Right. Uh, no, do it. Why not? That would be great. There's so, there's so many good characters. <laughs> Just put them all together. Just, I mean, yeah. Let's fucking throw everyone in. Like, everyone... Disney at the minute, they're doing everyone's getting a show. You might as well do it in an all-female Avengers movie. like. And also, if you build the characters right, it shouldn't matter if they're male or female. They're just good characters. That's right. And A-Force is unreal as a comic series. Yeah, and there's there's loads of um, there's loads of content there that you could take inspiration from. Exactly, exactly. Like yeah, like comics don't keep... like A-Force has been running since 2015, and you don't get five years of a comic if it's shit. Okay, Clone Wars being Clone Saga being the outlier there, um, where they just kept writing Spider-Man clone stories. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna try and finish off. How many questions do you want to finish off with? I've got two definites. Right. Do you want to do like maybe three more, four more? Do do three. Nice round three number. Three more. Okay. Um, <laughs> a nice solid number. <laughs> okay. Um, so, in the Ultimate Spider-Man TV show, they bring in the fact that there's multiple Spider-Man in different universes. Do you reckon that they will bring in more more in Spider-Man Three, like Spider Noir or Spider-Man Twenty Ninety Nine, or will it just be the the two that we've already seen? Oh, see, I, I see. I would have said four weeks ago that Spider-Man Three had a very crowded cast list. But they keep adding people to it. Uh, Uh, All the time. All the time, every week. Um, I think the idea of having... I think it it could be touched upon. Like, oh, look, there's heaps of Spider-Men, dude. I think touch upon that. And then we will see a Spider-Verse live action in the future. But I think just touch Mm. on it at the minute. Um, Yeah, I, I definitely think... I think you could show them all in all the different universes. Like, it wouldn't cost you anything to spend four seconds in Spider-Noir's universe with Nicolas Cage playing him. Yeah, yeah. now I don't know whether they touch on the... Do you think that they would bring in Nicolas Cage like in live action to do it? Um, I, I think you just have a moment where he takes off the mask and then just move on to the next universe. 
Like what they did um, in Guardians 2 where they just were like hopping planets or hopping dimensions. Yeah, yeah, I get you there. I, now, I, I feel like that's a lot of what we're going to see in Spider-Man 3 is just like, let's take a look into the window of this universe. Mm. Um, but I, I like the idea of bringing a, a, a bunch of different spider people. That would be fun, I think. I, I, I definitely think like, and you just do the thing that Spider-Man's the anchor. There's a Spider-Man in every universe, as you've said to me. Yeah, every, yeah. Spider-Man is like this constant that there's always some version of a Spider-Man. And if you want to get into the concept of infinity, there's infinite versions of infinite Spider-Man. Ah, <laughs> this could be a while. Um, so our next question is second last question of this Q and A. If any of those questions we have not got to, I will say that we will get to them in the next one. There'll be a part two to this. So if your answer, your question was not answered this week, we'll try and get to it on the next one. Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's that's a nice yeah. thing to say. Um, next question is, what was your favourite story to cover in Weird News in 2020? Ooh. Now, uh, this could be swaying the vote, because we currently have the Weird News Wednesday uh, top 10 voting is going on at the minute for Wednesday's episode that the poll won't close until Wednesday until I think it's Wednesday morning or Wednesday afternoon so this might be swaying the vote shot so please be careful um okay the rac- the raccoon the, the den of like 10 raccoons that was discovered that was so funny to me because I imagined it was the same raccoons that we talked about last year yeah, and it was uh, George Cooney was there. George Cooney was was a, a triple agent. <laughs> I, I think it's either that one or... Oh, there's been so many. Like, whenever someone's like, oh, what's your favourite weird news? Or, like, someone asks me, oh, what do, you, what do you cover in weird news? I'm kind of like, I forget every story we've ever covered. Yeah. But it's only because, like, weird news is... That week is like, oh, this is an amazing story. And then the next week something even more mental happens. I mean, you could have Amethyst Realm... She's pretty great. Um, the Benny Hill song, the guy playing the Benny Hill music as people slipped, was pretty funny. Yeah, that's um, a classic. Uh, there's, what was it? The 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 phallic statues in German mountains. The, the phallic statues that have been moved and then someone rebuilt a different one. That like that was just. That was two weeks of lunacy. Those stories. Like, the, <laughs> yeah. the, I think so we agree, Craig. We had great crack doing it. And that's the thing, is that yeah. that's just us shooting the shit, having fun with a dumb story. Um, yeah, there's no there's no uh, research in weird news. <laughs> no, by design. like. Um, yeah, I think there's been so many, but I would say, yeah, your raccoons is yours. I might pick, I might pick the Betty Hill song, just for the shithousery. That, yeah, you do love a bit of shit house in a weird news. I story. do. I just love it. Um, and we're going to finish off with: um, we know Star Wars are probably overdoing it with all the announcements after the success of the Mandalorian. We do know that. But yes. are you worried Marvel are also overdoing it as well with all the projects they announced recently? Oh, um, yes, yes, and yes, <laughs> yes, yes, definitely yes. I think. There, and not just because we had to report on all of them. I think there is a lot going on there. Um, that it might be too much too soon. Like I, w- I and I'm sure they do, but I wish they would do it more so that they just hold a few more cards close to their chest. Like the the idea of Moon Knight. 
I would love for that have just to come out of nowhere. It's like, oh, there's a Moon Knight story coming out. But I get it's ve- it's very hard to keep secrets in the entertainment industry. Um, that it'll all... Yeah, I, th- I think they've run into an issue in... Well, for years now, people have kind of been saying, oh, like, the MCU, people are getting sick of it. Like, you, you had fatigue with the MCU and just superhero movies. And when is this going to set in that this massive fatigue is going to happen and the box office is going to reflect that? Now, it hasn't happened yet because Marvel have been maybe doing three movies a year. Maybe maybe four on a very, very good year. But, like, then they had this year where they didn't release any movie. And so you would now have this backlog of, like, you might re- you're releasing basically eight pieces of content next year in, in comparison to four and four, which could very easily oversaturate the market completely. And it could overwhelm people to the point where, like, if you miss one thing, you might go, okay, well, then I'm... I don't have time to tune into everything at once. Yeah. That could I, be the issue. And I, I was thinking of this in terms of the CW, where the reason I stopped watching Arrow is because I tried to watch Flash as well. And I just, I couldn't and, keep up yeah. week on week. And then Legends of Tomorrow as well. Yeah. Like, it just, it was too much. Uh, now, that's different because that's like a serialized show. Like, it comes out once a week. But mm. maybe on a streaming service, that, format would work better that you choose when you want to watch each of them and it's really easy to watch each of them but it is very important not to it's a very weird balancing act that you make them important but also they're individual so like people get more out of something if they see it and then they see the next thing but you cannot have it that you have to watch every piece of content that we've released in the last six months to get what the fuck is going on in this movie Exactly, and look, the Marvel movies have always been pretty good about that. Infinity War and Endgame are probably the exception there, where you need to know a fair bit going in. Um, yeah, did you ever read the review with a guy who had never seen any Marvel movie yeah. watching Endgame? What's and he's the just news? confused. He's like, yeah, he's just like, why is everyone clapping? He just picked up a fucking hammer. <laughs> it's like, dude, dude. <laughs> um, but I think that is a that is a very interesting question, just in terms of like. It, the concept is, could this be the next two years that fatigue does set in? Because it's been, people have been saying superhero fatigue for about a decade now. Could it happen? Yeah, and look, it, it might. I think the fact that it's not all going to cinemas is probably to its benefit. That it's there if you want it, but you don't need to watch it. I think, but, but then again, like, WandaVision apparently ties heavily into Doctor Strange. Which ties heavily into Spider-Man 3. Which ties heavily into... into the rest of everything going on. Into yeah, the for, Fantastic Four. For, I was just going to say Fantastic are, Four, why not? <laughs> so everything is a knock-on effect, which is what got them... If you want to say what got them to the dance, like, why the MCU works is because everybody, everything had a knock-on effect to something else. But sometimes, if you have too many knock-on effects, people are just going to tune out. That Yeah, and... I do think a streaming service is a better way of doing that. Um, that's on your terms. You don't have to tune in at 7 o'clock every Thursday or whatever the feck it was. But that you can be like, okay, I'm going to catch up with that on the weekend. I'm just going to watch the three episodes of everything I missed. And then yeah, I'll be Yeah, and it's good. also very important. Don't release like 15 episodes. Have no. every series be only like six or seven. Like yeah. do like a UK office kind of style thing where if you only release six episodes, half an hour each, people are like, ah, it's like three hours. 
that's okay. Yeah, you can, and you can binge it if you if that's the kind of way you like to watch things. Um, mm. Like, I think one division. I think maximum is like eight episodes. They're going to do of it, which I think is just the right amount. Yeah, I definitely think so. So, Sean, I think actually this could... We may bring this Q&A to an end eventually. We still have... I still have many, many questions to get to. But, um, unfortunately, we couldn't do a four-hour episode. So, I think it's a very good thing that I said to the people... I sent out a thing, we need questions for a Q&A. And lots of people, very kind folks, came back with questions. So, if our question... If your question was not answered... On this episode, it will be answered. We will say that. But, Sean, would you like to take us out? Yes, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. Not a whole lot of movies, but a lot of questions answered, hopefully. So, Mm. uh, we'll be back on Wednesday with our top 10 weird news of the year. Be sure to vote for that. The voting is still open. Voting is still open. Voting lines will not close until around... Do you know what else is open, Sean? What? Our Heroes for Hire merch store. That is open right now. my soul. Go on. There's a link to the merch store in the description if you want to buy some t-shirts or hoodies or Why the like. Why you say it like that? No, That's a no reason. Plug. No reason, man. Um, no, it is down there if you do want to. Uh, it's a way to support show. You get some very cool, um, very comfy hoodies and shirts and everything like that as well. And if if one of your hoodies or shirts arrived that people ordered before Christmas, um, please tweet it to us. Please tweet us a please picture do. of you yeah. in, the, in the, holding the mug or the or the hoodie or the shirt or whatever you got because I, I cannot wait to see it. Yeah, we've got a few pictures of uh, mugs and Christmas cards and things like that over the last week or so and it's actually been really cool to see. So thanks to everyone mm. who sent those in. And yeah, join the, join the club of if you want to send in a photo of you with your merch. That would be amazing. In terms of the club, there's a... Uh, pay a group on Facebook to hear the Detective Divilment uh, discussion group um, where you can just join with other people who listen to the show talk about movies and comics and nerd stuff um, we're also on all the social medias Twitter Heroes for Hire Pod uh, the four is the number four uh, the Facebook page is Heroes for Hire Podcast the Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast or you can email us Heroes for Hire underscore at Outlook.com and also a big thank you goes out to all of our patrons over on Patreon who continue to support the show and who have supported it in one of the weirder years that it's had um, mm. So big thanks there goes out to Waffles Williams, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Ray Ging, Roisin Halley, Ryan Evanson, Sean Jamieson, Dominic, Josiah Green, Anna Helmroos and Richard McGrew. Thank you all so, 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 so much for your support. You're all, I'm going to say it, Connor, they're all heroes. Oh my God. And they're not even for hire. They're just no, literally heroes. Just heroes. They're, they're higher than we will ever be. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I think that's it for this week's Q&A now I'm very excited about the top 10 weird news keep voting in that because if your favourite's not in the top 10 you can't blame us because I've given it to ye <laughs> it's in your hands so get out class <laughs> um, so yeah I'm Conor Lawler I've been Sean I'll see you next week guys bye bye 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.